You are tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown, the official podcast for the Atlanta Realtors. We're here to keep you updated with the latest trends, topics, and keep you in the know of our ever-changing Atlanta market. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Today I have guest Brad Poole in the house, and I want to start reading my guest bios because I don't think they do themselves justice when they introduce themselves. And so I have collected a bio from Brad, and I want to read that to you guys before we get started. Um, Brad is an Atlanta native who combines his professional approach with a deep love for helping people successfully buy and sell homes. When you work with Brad, you'll quickly learn that he's a proactive communicator with deep market knowledge who genuinely cares about his clients. I am humbled to help families make their dreams a reality, he says. Everyone has a story, and I love learning about my clients as we pursue their goals. With that attentive mindset, it's no surprise he's earned a number of accolades. In 2022, he ranked in the top of Atlanta-area realtors, but his long list of loyal repeat clients, referrals, and client-turned-friends are his greatest rewards. Love that. Considering his innate affinity for people and family, it's only natural that Brad's real estate career was launched when he purchased his first home for his family. He quickly realized a real estate career would be an ideal way to leverage his sales skills while maximizing quality time with his family. A graduate of University of Tennessee—oh, almost said Tennessee. He went to Georgia. (laughs) Don't make that mistake. I went to Tennessee. A graduate of University of Georgia's Terry College of Business with an economics degree. I love that too, Brad. Brad resides in North Atlanta with his wife, Sammy, and their daughter, son, and two dogs. Brad, thank you for taking the time to come in here with us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's it's a pleasure. I, I think very highly of you, and any way I can help, I'm all about it. Well, we, we're glad to have you here, and we are going to unpack a lot of fantastic things about marketing. I yeah. asked you to come in because I have noticed over the years um, how you've grown your business, your team, um, and your touch, really, through what I believe to be strong marketing. And so I wanted to kind of get things going by asking you just to share a little bit about your journey in real estate and how you've seen yourself progress through the years in your career. Sure. No. Well, again, thank you for having me. Um, you know, as you know, being in this business, it's it's very hard. The first couple years, I think there's a reason there's a very low success rate. Um, I remember when I got into the business originally, I was working in the typical corporate America job. Uh, just had my first daughter, just purchased my first home. Um, but it was really the fact I wasn't seeing my daughter is why I wanted to change. So I uh, I got my real estate license. It took me eight months before I closed my first deal. Wow. A lot of people think that it's like they see on social media, they think you're very, wow, this is easy. It's not easy, as you know. Um, took eight months. I love telling that story, especially to my team, because it shows that you can't give up. If you make it past the first year in this business, there's a high success rate after that. Um, but with that being said, so the first couple, first year and a half, I actually uh, got to stay at home with my daughter. She was six months. Um, so kind of was the, you know, you talk about sometimes a lot of mothers staying at home with their child. I was kind of that adult, if you want to call it. You know, they called it mom's day out program. Well, dad was <laughs> taking her to that. Um, but no, so we, you know, when I first started out, there was a, a lot of showings where I had my daughter with me, <laughs> which, you know, you look back, it's like, wow, you know, maybe she'll be a realtor one day. She um, might. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot, a lot of late nights. Um, you know, I had a client recently. She's like, do you even work 40 hours? I said, you know, Sophia is her name. I said, Sophia, if you only knew 
what it took to get to where I am. It was 100-hour weeks, right? right? You know that. Um, And the grind at the beginning is so important. And that's, again, why you have a a low success rate in this industry. Uh, But at, at the beginning, what I did really... You know, I did not start out on a team, which is kind of unique, I believe. Um, I used social media. It was one piece of marketing that I could use that was free. It didn't cost me a dollar. Um, that's where my network was, right? And that really helped me continue to grow my business. And then I just kept grinding and grinding. And then, um, you know, I was with a smaller, you know, local uh, brokerage then was approached by Compass, which is a national brokerage, and really they introduced me into a national network. Right? Um, when you talk about real estate, there's ways of getting business from all different buckets of business. Right? Well, that was the first time I was like, "Wait a minute, this is a p- a bucket I'm missing in my business." So I started to incorporate more referral based agent to agent business, continued social media, obviously. And then finally got to a point where, you know, I had young kids, I had our son, and got to a point where it was like, okay, I need more, I need work-life balance. I got to start a team. So I started writing COVID, hired an assistant. Um, best decision I ever made. She was amazing. Uh, she, I gave her an opportunity. She was never in the industry before, but she definitely helped propel my business to where it is today. And then we just, we continue to grow, and now there's five of us. And, uh yeah, I think we have an awesome thing going. We got a great chemistry as a whole, and we're all hard workers. And um, you know what's unique about my team? Everyone I brought on was brand new. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. I don't know why I took the hard road, but it's very rewarding when you see somebody grow from nothing to doing twelve million in sales. Like I had a guy Absolutely. second year last year did twelve million in sales, wow. which yeah, that's amazing, right? That's very like, amazing. Yeah, I mean that alone, I get a lot of satisfaction from you know, success from my team agents. And uh, yeah, it's cool to watch. So you know, I'm very fortunate where I am today. But as you know, it, it took a lot of hard work the first few years, and it still takes a lot of hard work. But hopefully that, uh, you know, answered, you know, gave you a good insight into the journey. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think you can now, now a lot of moms can relate to you. A yep. lot of the realtor moms can now relate to Brad. Listen, <laughs> if you're a mother in this industry, like yourself, I have so much respect for that. Like, I grew up with a single mother, so she worked two kids. It was a it was a grind for her. Mm-hmm. And then I see so many wi- women in this industry. Wow, I mean, I'm mean, serious. It's hard. It's right? hard. You know, I yeah. know my wife now takes a lot of our child responsibilities: take them to school, pick them up from events. You know, because I got to show a house at five o'clock. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, right. but it's no, a, mad a, respect. It's an interesting game of uh, balance, or I don't even know if I'd call it that, but. Yeah, right. it's a lot. Right. So I love hearing about how you just kind of got started and, you know, you hit something that I think is so important for people to hear and understand. And I try to tell people this when I talk to them, and you likely do too, as newer agents or people who are interested in coming into the industry, just letting them know that, like, there's not immediate success in this field. And you might think you're a flop or a failure because you didn't have a closing for six months or a year. But realistically, that's really a lot of our experiences. I also had the same experience. I had one closing my entire first year, yep. and I came in as an individual solo agent as well. So I feel you on a lot of a lot of these uh, spaces. How would you say that coming to the point you've come to now, building the team, having the success that you've had, 
that your marketing has played a role in that success. How would you, what would you attribute the success in marketing correlation? So I think marketing is huge, right? I think marketing, you know, I tell my team, not only are we're obviously marketers, we're media companies. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, this industry is changing. And if you're not creative, you're going to be left behind. Um, I try to incorporate all different aspects of marketing from, you know, obviously social media, very creative videography, um, you know, even email marketing, the way that you're touching people, things like that. It's very important. But what I learned as I got in this business or as I continue to grow in this business is hyper-local focused marketing is key. When I, at the beginning years, I would spend thousands of dollars. Let me farm this random neighborhood. Let me farm this random neighborhood. I had it wrong. You've got to be hyper-local, you mm -hmm. know, and your local church, your local school, your local newspaper, hyper-local, because those are the people that you're going to be interacting with every single day. Right. And that has truly made a big difference the last few years. So you focused in hyper-locally on your community, your neck, you know, your neck of the woods, where you do your life. That's exactly right. Right. And yep. so at this point, just one-off question from that, do you shift around a lot of your marketing dollars or do you have a set amount and a set plan and a set focus each year when you start the year? Yep. We are very focused on our monthly spend. Mm -hmm. You know, we have buckets that we spend our marketing dollars on and, you know, client events are also a big part of that. Right. I think people that aren't doing client events, that's, you're missing an opportunity. Absolutely. Um, one thing we do every year is a Santa event. It's a huge, huge success. And what I've found you know, I started doing it the year before, right before COVID. Then COVID hit, and it was like everybody was really sad that we didn't get the Santa event. And I was like, okay, well, obviously we had to continue to do this. Um, <laughs> but the picture, I still get pictures from clients from that first year. You know, these pictures, those clients can keep forever. Right. You know, and that is timeless. Um, it's obviously thoughtful, and I enjoy it because I get to see my clients again. Right. Because um, in this industry, as you grow, if you're not cultivating these relationships, you'll see that that client will sell their house with somebody right. else. So, you know, you have to stay in touch. Um, that's part of obviously the marketing. But you obviously, you know, I think for me is I love the people I work with, you know, and I, I staying in touch with them is not a problem. Picking up the phone and calling them, mm -hmm. not an email, not a text message, call them. You know, that, again, there's not enough of that in this world. Everybody wants to text. Everybody wants to email. I tell my team, pick up the phone. People don't understand what you're saying via text. Right. You know, you can't have a connection via text. And go have coffee. Go have lunch. Right. right? I mean, that's all part of our efforts in continuing to grow, meet people. Um, you know, one relationship, one conversation can turn into just lots of business. Absolutely. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's been a huge part of our, um, you know, our marketing, our success. Uh, you know, we, we truly try to, you know, the relationships that we, we have, we try to cultivate them and, you know, obviously keep them. It's important. Very yeah, important. Very important. Um, and it's, and it is difficult to call every single person every quarter. That's so right. a nice way to, to have that touch is to give, you know, it sounds like you're giving your clients something of value that they mm -hmm. would want to do and experience yep. where you get to touch them and, and also give them something at the same time. That's 
that's wonderful. Sure. So I'm hearing that you do social media marketing. You do, you know, I would say hard mail or, or real market, um, fly, what am I trying to say? Farming. Farming and, yep. and material, you know, um, marketing material, actual physical marketing. That's right. Um, and then you're also honing in on your client and your sphere of influence through marketing to them through events and client, client events and client relationships. That's right. And you also have been using a lot of video. So share with me a little bit about how you kind of got into the video, you know, how I, I feel like a lot of newer agents see all these things. I, I mean, even me, I've done this 13 years. I still see people putting material and marketing, you know, content out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where do you even start with that? Right. How do I find these people? How do I know who's reliable? How do I know who's going to be a good value? Talk to us a little bit about your video, video journey, your marketing video journey. Yeah, you know, for me, I um, this this real estate world is is the most competitive industry. I tell clients that all the time, and you know, everyone wants to ask about your success and why you think you're successful. You know, my position is I've always tried to be creative and different. Um, I tell my team every single day, like, shoot a video. People can connect when they see your face on the video, totally. and what you'll notice on social media when you're in the video, when you're speaking or just in it, B-roll, you're going to get more interactions every single time. People mm -hmm. want to see you, you know. They want to see that listing, but they want to see you. So it's, again, it's different. It's hard. It makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> I, uh, I always say as soon as I get comfortable, I need to do something to get uncomfortable to grow. Right. And video really helped me do that, and I think it's helped me even get listings. You know, I, I didn't always sell the listings that I – have sold in the last couple of years. But I think my marketing efforts through videography, being creative, I mean, one of our slogan is, slogans is, um, you know, no, excuse me. Uh, one of our slogans is uh, creative, or no, marketing, no, creative marketing wins, mm -hmm. right? Because the creative marketing that we do, it's different than our competition. We want your listing to stand out. And that's how we pitch it, right? right. And, and the videography has been a huge part of our growth in the last two years, especially. I think it also builds trust with 100%. consumers and people who don't even really know you. Yep. I mean, they feel like they get to know you a little bit more and more the more they see your face and the more they yep. see you interacting. And then also when they see what you do yep. as a part of your job, a lot of us, we, we go out and we work our butts off, yep. but they don't see that. That's right. And so to be able to put yourself in front of people more often, as awkward as it is, as uncomfortable mm -hmm. as it is, as expensive as it might be, That's right. is probably imperative for the success of your business. 100%. As a, as a younger agent in the business, or as somebody, and I say younger, I don't mean in age, I just mean younger in your tenure in the business. Sure. It's difficult to allocate those marketing dollars when you have one closing in eight months. That's right. But you hit on something earlier that I think is important, and I would encourage other people to really hone in on, is that there are free outlets. There are ways that you can market as you're getting started that don't cost you a dime. And as you continue to grow in your business, and I've watched you, as you've continued to grow in your business, the quality and the the amount of what you're able to put out does increase. That's right. But, you know, I think I think hearing you and sitting at this table with you is encouraging, I hope, to younger people in the industry, again, younger and they're, they're uh, seasoned-wise, um, that there are ways that you can get started. There are things that you can do. There are client events that you could do that are not super expensive. That's right. That you can be making those touches and you can be having that impact. And as that starts snowballing into your business growing and growing, then you can start to allocate money aside and increase that marketing budget so that you can do some of these bigger things. That's exactly right. No, I mean, 
when I started out, you know, social media, I tell, you know, and I told you this earlier, I've got a younger team and everyone on my team was brand new when they started. Um, Everyone's like, well, what should I spend money on? You know, where should I put my marketing dollars? I said, number one, again, social media is free. Start there. Be Mm -hmm. very consistent. Be very creative and add value. Um, The other area that you can spend money on is your network, your sphere. Mm -hmm. That's where your dollars need to go at the beginning if you're going to spend money. Again, a client event. Or like today, I'm actually, randomly enough, I'm going to a swim meet, you know, in my neighborhood. And I'm setting up a tent, just going (laughs) to introduce myself. What's up? You know, have fun. Right. Um, Have FaceTime, meet people, have a great time. It's not going to cost me a dollar. Right. You know, I've got some swag I'm going to give out and just make it fun for the kids and, and, you know, everyone there. But there's a lot of things to your point that you can go out, get involved in the network. Doesn't cost a dollar. Right. And at the beginning of your career, when you're in that, that phase where you don't have, you don't have the, the money, the hard money, you have time. That's right. Or, or you should have a little bit more time. <laughs> right. And so there are some, some ways that you could be plugging into, like you mentioned, hyper-locally into your church, into your kid's school, into the swim team, yep. um, into parent, teacher, what is it, PTA. Yep. You know, there's all kinds of ways that you can be giving your time in exchange for what would have been maybe money later when you're so busy that you can't necessarily give that money. And those are ways that you can be making your mark and and creating a marketing approach to your business as well. I've told a lot of young agents that they say, well, I don't have any money for marketing. Well, you have time, right? That's right. You have time. So get out and tell people, you know, I'm here serving today. I have time to give to the, you know, community action center because I'm a realtor. I work for myself. And today I allocated three hours of my busy schedule Yep. to come here. That's right. And wear your, wear your shirt, wear your logo, have your card, be prepared right. and have those conversations. You have to. You cannot be afraid to get out there, hit the streets, meet people, um, and again, do the things that, it's take, that it takes to you know, build a real estate business. I mean, it's, it's hard. Like, and it if is you, hard. If, you don't, if you're not willing to put in the work, that's not the industry for you. hundred um, percent. Because I'll tell you, you know, I think my history and you know, my situation – I saw what it took, you know, hard work through my mother and what she did growing growing up, raising mm-hmm. two kids by herself. It was, I, again, I saw hard work, right? So I'm not afraid of it, and it, it's a grind. I mean, I tell my team every single day when they have a, a rough week, a rough deal falls through, listen, it'll get better. Um, this industry's hard. Keep grinding. Get through the first couple of years, and you'll be shocked because after year, really year two is when you'll start to see people calling you right. and you not calling them, right? Because yep. that, that's when you're like, oh, wait a minute, my phone's ringing. <laughs> you right. know, that's when it's you like have, I'm doing something right. Yeah, you, then that's when you have to turn it around and start to be intentional about how you're spending your resources. Is, is it time or is it money? How are, how are you being intentional about where you're spending your resources? Because now here you go, you're coming into this season or this phase of your career where you're like, oh, wow, my phone's starting to ring. Right. Now I've got to make sure that I am not going to leave these other people by the wayside that's right. that I've been working really hard to cultivate that relationship with because I got a little bit of success. That's right. And I think you've done a great job of that. Thank you. Um, so just to continue on this marketing... <laughs> Spen, where have you been able to source your inspiration? Or I know you said creativity is so important to you, and I think creativity is something that you know has to come from you. Yep. But surely you have some people that you're looking to, some inspirations, some sources that you kind of watch or pay attention to that spark that creativity for you. Yeah. So you know, I think in the Instagram world, you can follow as many realtors as you possibly want. Um, I think the realtor community, though, 
the people that are constantly putting out content, putting out videos, being engaged with their um, audience, mm -hmm. those are the people I'm watching. There's someone within Compass, the Snapping Realtor. He's a good friend of mine, and he's got a great following. And I, I watch what what he does. He's very authentic. Um, you know, there's some there's a lot of them out there, but you know, for us we're trying to lead the charge in the creativity piece. You know, when I start to see people kind of doing some of the stuff we're doing, it's a sign that we're doing something right. You right. know, when people start to kind of, if you want to say copy some of the stuff you're doing, you're doing something right. You right. know, and again, I think, you know, we continue, you can continue to grow every single day. Um, you know, even being here on this podcast, right? We're being videoed. Yes. You know, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic because that's the future. Video is right. the future, um, and continuing to be able to be creative on how we're going to position listings, how we're going to position, you know, our clients' home, it's crucial, mm -hmm. and how competitive this market is. If I'm doing an in-person video of your listing, that seller may hire me over somebody not, right. you know? So I'm trying to – that's a, another aspect of being different and creative, Um and, and just trying to grow every single day and learn from, you know, anyone that's doing it better than you. Right. Are you drawing any inspiration or any motivation in your marketing efforts through that hyper-local component? Are you watching things happening in your community and saying, we've got to hit on that. We've got to touch on this. We've got to, we've got to promote this. We've got to point people to this. 100%. Yeah. Local developments, um, any local events. We do it. We're very, every week we put out a local events calendar mm -hmm. um, on our social media. So I think that's very important. Um, you know, we just started uh, doing advertising with, um, you know, the downtown Alpharetta concert series. Nice. You know, that's a really cool local event that um, has been successful. And we've had people reach out, hey, I, s I saw your, you know, team photo and logo, you know, on Friday night. Right. You know, that's, it, again, little stuff like that that's hyper-local, it pays off, right? Because, again, at the end of the day, you want to invest in your community um, because the more face time you see with people that you know um, and that brand recognition, it's the better for your business, right? And, I mean, it's crucial. Right. It likely makes your clients proud, and it's a talking point, too. You know, if they're out with their friends, oh, yeah, yep. look, there's my realtor's. Uh, yep. logo they sponsored this event oh dang exactly <laughs> no exactly i mean it's um you know the the social piece the videography piece combined together and going after hyper local you know that's the key i think it, it really is and it will help your business because you know people within your community they need to know you right and if they don't you're they probably not getting a you. phone call. That's exactly right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's so interesting. You know, uh, there's there's just so much out there. Like you said, there's you could follow as many Instagram accounts, as many. I don't do TikTok. I'm not I that cool. But either. there are a lot of people on TikTok, Facebook, yep. Twitter, whatever it is, yep. that are making moves, that are doing things. And we see this, I think, that mm -hmm. it's easy for us in our industry. Like you said, it's super competitive. It's, it's fast-paced. It's always changing. You know, your day could go from a 100 to a five in like two seconds. So true. And people, they don't see that, but the people in this world that operate here do. We all see it. And there's a lot of comparing yourself, I think. And there's a lot of distraction. Mm -hmm. And so I have found that I have to kind of put my blinders up mm -hmm. and say like, I can't look at what everybody else is doing. I have to do what I know to do and do it well and not either compare myself or not try to do, do that. And what I love about what you're sharing with us is how 
you've focused in, you've honed in with your team on what you need to be doing, what's effective, which is the hyper-local effort, which is the type of marketing that you're utilizing. And you guys have said, we're going to do this, we're going to do it well, and we're going to be creative. You have a very clear, concise plan for your team, for your marketing, and a focus. And I think a lot of realtors really miss that piece, that focus piece. They're scatterbrained, right? You know, this industry, it, it can pull you in a thousand different directions. Totally. If you don't have systems and processes and plans in place, you will not be successful and you will not continue to grow. You know, as I continue to grow my personal business, I'm tweaking these systems and processes because at the end of the day, most of the stuff we do on a daily basis, we did it, we've done it before, mm -hmm. right? And the marketing, you asked me earlier about, do you have a plan? Yeah, we have a monthly spend. We have buckets every single month and we don't shy away from it. You know, occasionally we may, you know, do an event that we didn't have planned, but everything's very calculated for the most part. And it's crucial to be doing this you know, in October of the year previous, right? Right, and, and too many people in this business are reactive, not proactive. And being that way, you'll never grow. That's a great point, right? I think it's hard, especially being newer and younger and feeling pulled in a million directions and maybe discouraged or not sure what's working. Yep. And having done this, for how many years have you been doing this? So I think this is my, I know it's funny, because my first year, that first eight months, it's like, do you count that? Yeah, yes, you have you to. Do. <laughs> um, so this is my ninth full year. Okay. Um, you know, and it's it's been a ride for sure. Right. Um, you know, it was very very hard at the beginning. It's still very hard today. You know, if if you ask my wife, she, you know, you you spoke to it earlier. It's it can be a very lonely business. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that that's helped me recently is talking to other realtors. Right, not only in our local market, but in our, in markets around the country. Right. You know, you see some of these realtors that are you know selling a five ten million dollar house. That just doesn't happen often in Atlanta. Well, have a conversation with them. It's not easy, right? It is not easy. They're having the same challenges you're having. Mm -hmm. um, you know, inventory super tight there in their market as well. You know, I, I talked to somebody recently. Their business was down forty percent. Wow. Right. You know, I mean, I think sales are down 30% right now. It's it's a very hard market that we're in right now. Um, and talking to other agents helped me at least not be so lonely and not feel that this industry can be so lonely, right? right? And even just talking to you, right? I mean, because what we find is we a lot of us have the same challenges. Absolutely. And, and it, it can you can self-isolate accidentally. 100%. So I, I, I will make a shameless plug here that that's a great reason to be involved with the Atlanta Realtors Association right. or your state association or the National Association of Realtors um, yep. to expand that network and to have those relationships with other people who are doing what you do every day. They get it. They feel it. They live it. Yep. And being able to have, you know, a team of people around you that are friends that are experiencing the same types of things you're experiencing definitely creates a support system or a web, not only to make you, you know, to help you feel better and keep keep on the track, but also to give you ideas, to spark That's creativity. Right. Um, you know, there are people in other markets that are doing things that we haven't really seen in our market. And once you have that conversation, you can bring it back to your market and say, oh, you know what? They were doing this in D.C. I bet I could do it here. Exactly right. No, I mean, what you do in, you know, with the Atlanta Board, National Association of Realtors, I mean, when you asked me to, you know, come on the podcast, happy to do it. You I do more it. for realtors than anyone I know, seriously. Ugh. And it's greatly appreciated. Um, you know, I 
definitely should do more. Um, you're you're definitely an inspiration in that regards, and you know I personally just say thank you for that. Well, thank you. you do. There's a lot that I get out of it, so it's not it's not there's it's a even exchange. I love it. What I pour in, I'm getting that back, and That's the relationships, and like you mentioned, the network, and having the ability to call somebody up, and even just you know. We co- we've co-opted before. 100%. Being able to have that rapport with somebody when you get on the phone, and it's not just some random person you drove by their sign or showed their listing and saying, like, hi, I'm Kate. Um, I promise <laughs> I'm reliable. I'm professional. This is my real job. No, I, if I get an <laughs> offer from Kate, I'm like, hey, seller. She's a rock star. Accept. But right? those are things you know, that But are, it's important. Yeah, that's important. And I mean, to even to be able to say that to your client, like I've been able to say that to my clients before. We have four offers here. Three of them are really great. One of them that's comparable to the other two, I know the agent very well. They're reliable. They've been doing this a long time. They're organized, and they're going to get to the closing table. Yep. You determine what you want to respond to, but I just wanted to let you know my notes. 100%. It's and funny you say that because I had, I'll never forget this, two years ago, I had a seller. We're at, sitting at closing, multiple offer situations. She said, the reason we went with your offer is because of how organized your email was on the offer. I said, by my email? Mm-hmm. That's why you accepted our offer, hundred percent. You were very, very organized, very well, well thought out. Everything was, you know, identified in that email. Very easy to read. And I was like, you know what? Well, that makes me feel good. Thank goodness for my client. My client was sitting right there. Right. That client's already sent me two referrals. Right. You know, so being or- organized, calculated, you'd be surprised how it pays off. I mean, I never thought that seller would say that at a closing table. I- I've had a similar incident. So yeah, I mean, it makes a big difference and being professional is very important and organized and reliable. Well, let's close this with one last question. I want to ask you, what are your marketing specific goals for the future? Where do you see yourself going with this? Where, what are your expectations and desires for your team centered around marketing? Great question. You know, for our marketing, what I want to do is to continue to grow our brand. I want my team to continue, continue to grow their personal brand within their networks. Um, and I want to continue to see them grow, right? Like I, I love that I've grown to where I am today, but I get a lot. I, I'm very excited to see when I see my team succeed, right? I think I talked to you earlier about it. I, you know, the first realtor I hired on my team, he's very successful. Um, last year did amazing business and in just two short years in the industry, right? And being able to be that mentor to these agents, it, it's so rewarding because, you know, when, 10 years from now, I will still have that relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about at the end of the day. Like, I do want to continue to grow, you know, but it, but what's most important to me is seeing my team succeed, work-life balance, you know, and continuing to grow the Brad Pool group, but grow it the right way. You know, mm-hmm. hyper local. I want my community to know who we are. I want to know that we represent what we represent, um, and that we're there for support. Like if people need us, you know, I I love trying to give back my time um, through different efforts. And you know, at the end of the day, that's that's what is most important. You Absolutely. know, our, our businesses. Thankfully, you and I were in a good spot. But how we impact our community, how we impact our kids. That's what matters. You know, everybody talks about numbers and volume. That will come. But do what's right. Give back to your community. Give your time. 
and have fun while you're doing it. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Brad. I really appreciate Thank you for e- having me. everything that you contributed today through the podcast. And if anyone was inspired or touched or has questions, we'll put your contact info and your, uh, I'll ask them maybe to put your bio in the bottom sure. of the podcast description and they can reach out to you on social media. Social media, call me. Uh, I'm an open book. Uh, again, you know, I'm, I'm happy to help any way I can. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Kate. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Please subscribe. And for more information on how to get engaged, check us out at atlantarealtors.com. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode.